It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Footballist at Arsenal. Boyd Hilton is not here this weekend, so we've got psychic Josh in the hot sun. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Jeff at Arsenal. Jeff, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. In good mood? Yeah, well, 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 I think we're all in a good mood, aren't we? Even Alan Alga, the most negative of all at times, <laughs> must be happy with Danny Welbeck's goal in the last moment. Very happy, Josh. Very Thanks. happy indeed. And I'm delighted to say we're joined for the first time since October 2014, I've looked up, which is only a bit a few months before we last saw Danny Welbeck. We've got Paddy Barkley. Um, <laughs> Paddy yeah. Barkley, so good to have Dan, you with Danny's us. Danny's return might be a little more significant, but thank well, you. We will talk about that. Um, first and foremost, I'm delighted to say we're joined on the phone by Arsenal um, and Leicester City later in, I should say. Alan Smith, Alan, you there? I am there, yes. Hi there. Fantastic. Well, we're going to talk to Alan a little bit about the London Football Awards, which is uh, part of Bob Wilson's Willow Foundation, an exciting evening next month. But first of all, Alan, I just wanted your thoughts, because it was, you said on your Twitter, win-win for Arsenal-Leicester. How, how did you feel at the end? Were you hoping for a draw secretly? Um, I don't know, really. I mean, I, I was hoping for a good match, and we, we certainly got that, didn't we, in a dramatic ending, and... It was one of those games I thought you could tell from the very start it was a big game. There was loads of tension inside inside the Emirates from the fans and and a bit from the players. It just had the feel of a very important game and I just thought that added to it so much and you know, and obviously at the end it was it was definitely inside that stadium and you know, one of the best moments I think the stadiums enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, just being there as a fans, which I think we'll come on to, it was one of those moments that you probably go up there with what beating Barcelona. It, it, it was just such an incredible feeling. But is is there a chance, Alan, we're overreacting as Arsenal fans? Because actually, have all we done is beat a team that you know at you know twelve o'clock when we kicked off we were expected to beat, or should we actually look at it in more serious fashion and go the momentum from what we did is going to kick us onto the title? Um. Well, I mean, Leicester were never going to be easy to beat. Um, I know, you know, we, we look at Leicester in a certain way, or at least we did, but I think everybody's beginning to regard them in a, 
in a different manner now because they were really good value. You know, 11 against 11, thought they played extremely well. But, um, I mean, there's reason to get excited, I think, because it was such a crucial match, which Arsenal couldn't afford to lose and probably couldn't afford to draw either. Um, you know, maybe mathematically they're still in the title race, but I just thought if, if Arsenal had drawn it, they wouldn't have been able to build up the momentum that they, they have now after the win. So the fact that they, I think they had to win it and they, they managed to right at the death, I think that's the most encouraging thing, the fact that, you know, they, they were able to produce uh, when they really had to. And that shows, you know, we talk about mental toughness, a bit of mental steel with Arsenal there. They've lacked it at times in the past, but they showed it there, that determination not to let the, the chance go. Well, it was such a dramatic ending, and it was yet another Meza Ozil assist. And we've got Alan Alga here, who is the PR manager for Betway, and his love statistics. I think that's probably the best way to say it. And he wants to mention something about your statistics from, from the early 90s. So I'll pass over to Alan. Well, Alan, you know, it seems to be such an obsession these days with assists. I suppose it's to do with fantasy football and things like that. But I, I, I actually was getting a bit annoyed with people going too mad about Ozil's assists because... Uh, that, you know, the 90s Arsenal team means so much to me. So I re-watched some of the videos and started counting up all the last touches before goals. And you were, fa- you were way ahead of his stats for this season. I don't know if you know that, and I don't know if that, there was much focus on that back then. No. What, what, what you mean my assists were high, were they? Yeah, yeah, in- incredibly high. Um, so they were talking about a record in the Premier League that uh, Ozil was reaching. Was it 18 before Christmas? Something like that. Yeah. Um, you were on 21 at around that time. Last touches before goals Blimey. for Arsenal no, in, the 90, yeah, in the 91 no, I mean, season when we won the league. And, you're um, right. I mean, we didn't used to talk about it, did we, assists? It was, well, you set one up there or there, but you didn't used to keep counting them, really. So you surprised me, actually. There, I, I, I wouldn't have thought the yeah. uh, figures were... Well, we're as high as that. I, sp- I spoke to Perry Groves about this, and he was amazed as well. But yeah, strictly strictly speaking, last touch before a goal, and, and as I say, most of those weren't sort of flick-ons and things like that. They were actual passes in the area, and then to be top sco- top scorer as well. I think if if that had been in in sort of these days of uh, real analysis of stats and assists, you'd you'd have some incredible figures there. Well, I'm going to have to use that one in future now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you that. I was, it's I was too late, you can't ask for a pay rise now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it is, I mean, it, it, to save Alan's blushes, I mean, the plain fact is that uh, Ian Wright, Gary Lineker, some of the greatest goal scorers in the English game, uh, played next to him. Uh, so, although he's you know, uh, Alan probably best known for being the leading goal scorer in two successful title campaigns. Uh, he was always setting up uh, chances yeah. for other players. Yeah. And, 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 and really, I mean, I have said it's too late to ask for a pay rise now, but you have to wonder what A. Smith Esquire would be worth in the current market, really. Yeah, very true. Um, Alan, I wanted to ask you about the, these London Football Awards, of course, because there's a, there's a couple of the individual awards I wanted to raise about um, Arsenal players. For example, we've got the, the award London Young Player of the Year, which is for under-23s, and the nominees are Deli Ali, Eric Dyer, um, Adam Ola Lookman and Musa Dembele, and of course our own Hector Bellerin. Now, yes. much as I love Hector, is, is Deli Ali the, the firm favourite there, or has Hector got a chance, do we feel? He's got a chance, of course, because he's first onto the scene really this season. I know he played last year, didn't he? But not not regularly. Uh, he's been a revelation. 
I think back to his uh, his first one or two games out in in Champions League. Was it Dortmund? And yeah. he struggled, but he, he's I mean, he's become a fantastic right back. But I mean, he is going to struggle to beat Delhi Ali. I've got to say, I mean, when you consider. Delhi was in, in League One with Milton Keynes Dons and, and the transition he's made, it's it's been spectacular, it's been sensational and he's going from strength to strength and scoring goals in the England team. Um I mean Hector I'm sure will be in the Spanish team for a number of years to come once he once he gets in there. But um yeah, I think Delhi Ali and it's a it's a feel good story from an English perspective as well, isn't it? The fact that somebody can come up through the football pyramid and and really succeed at the very top level. So I think that's uh, one of the most pleasing things with Delhi Allen, the fact that, because you don't see it so often these days, do you? You know, clubs don't take a chance on lower league players. We always go abroad more often than not. So from that point of view, I'm really pleased to see him do as well as he is. And uh, I think Jeff just wanted to ask about the the Premier League player of the year. So Jeff, who are the nominees for that one? Well, you've got Harry Kane from Tottenham, uh, Dimitri Pai, West Ham, um, I can't see that one. I beg your pardon. What's that line there? Um, Igalo um, of Watford. Igalo from Watford. Willian. Yeah, Willian. And, and Meza Ozil. I mean, what do, you, what do you think about that? Well, it's quite a connection, isn't it? I mean, Meza Ozil can't, can't do much more. He's playing, playing really well. Um, very consistent. Willian's been the standout player for, for Chelsea in a very poor season. I mean, Dimitri Payet has, you know, has surprised us all, hasn't he? And surprised West Ham fans. He's lifted them. Uh, he, he's been a one-man crusade at times. He's been sensational. Um, so, I mean, that, that's a great race. It, you know, the winner will be well-deserved. But maybe Payet will sneak in there. I don't know. Yeah, it seems, uh, again, from the outside, Payet would be the firm favourite. So, just, just tell us a little bit more, Alan. So, it's, it's 3rd of March. It's a, it's a fantastic night. I, I assume you've been, uh, been very much part of it in the past. Yeah, it is a great night. Um, you know, they get a, a really good turnout from um, the former uh, players that played for London clubs. Lots of people uh, turn up. I mean, because Bob, Bob and Megs, excuse me, are such popular characters. They're such lovely people. Uh, and the work that they've done with the Willow Foundation has just been staggering. It started as a, as a local charity and it's turned national and they have to raise so many millions every year to fulfill the special days um so yeah it, it gets it's all the old boys turn up and, and and quite a few of the present day players as well theo walcott's been along and harry kane and that so uh, it, it is a great night really good evening Fantastic. Well, I think you, if anyone wants to check out more information, it's londonfootballawards.org um, and it looks like there still are some tables available, so do check out the website. But listen, Alan, thank you so much for everything you ever did for Arsenal. I saw That's that on your, on your Twitter last night you were, you were talking about memories of Paris and the, and the road to the 93-94. Yeah. Just very quickly before you go, is there any hope that Arsenal can uh, progress in Europe? I mean, all the way to a final like we did in 94 might be a bit much to ask, but against Barcelona next week, are you giving us any chance? There's always a chance, yeah. I mean, nobody expects Arsenal to get through, so it's a free hit, isn't it? You mentioned that performance against Barcelona uh, those years ago at the Emirates when they were, you know, played out of the skin. They'll have to do that again. You never know. They can go into it, really, in a relaxed frame of mind. It's all about the Premier League this year for Arsenal. Um, so they can have a good go at it, you know? Who knows? 
All right, brilliant. Well, thanks so much for joining us and uh, all the success with the evening on the 3rd of March. Cheers, Alan. All the best. Good luck, nice Alan. Alan. Cheers, Alan. Cheers. Well, there you go. That was uh, Alan, Alan Smith. Nice to be joined by a, a real Arsenal hero. I remember very fondly, actually, uh, the, one of the first pieces of signed memorabilia I ever had in my room was a T-shirt that celebrated the 93-94 success in Palmer where he wheels away with, mm. you know, probably that was one of the first games I really remember watching on telly mm. um, in days where I guess it wasn't, you know, games on telly every single no. weekend for an, Arsenal, for an English team to be in a European final was, was mm. really exciting. Mm. Were you there, Jeff, back in the day? Yeah, I was, Copenhagen? Yeah. yeah, yeah, different club. I went to both the Copenhagen finals. And, um, we yeah, were written off before that Palmer time. final, though, yeah, weren't we? Yes. I mean, it well, was they had so many great players. Yes. They had uh, Zola, Aspria, Crespo, Brolin, no? Brolin, yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah, that's some top players, top top team, top top players, and yeah. what a goal from Smudger, eh? Unbelievable. Yeah. Great go. Well, we'll come on to the European football in Barcelona and, uh, and Hull City. A bit of a contrast. We've got uh, <laughs> Arsenal in the next couple of weeks. But first, Paddy, um, I just want to go back to Sunday because, yep. I mean, I, I, the point I was trying to make to Alan was, um, Alan Smith, was that we were favourites to go and win the game. And, you know, Alan Algren, obviously, in the betting world, will we'll tell you we were, we were favourites. There was a good, very good chance we were going to win the game. But... Mm. It must do something for the players, the manner of winning it. It felt Man United-esque almost in the way they just used to find a way to win. It felt like walking out the stadium, people are now believing, really believing it's all year. Yeah, it it must have been heartbreaking for Leicester um, and and about 50 million neutrals. (laughs) But uh, as you rightly say, I mean, breaking people's hearts is what champions do. And um, look, I mean... I wouldn't be, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't want an unfamiliar name on the, on the Premier League trophy. So, of course, I'm supporting Arsenal. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, no, I mean, but, it, 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 you know, Arsenal did what they, what's the, I think the biggest fault of them, starting games slowly, starting lunch, they're terrible at lunchtime. I mean, the, the, the number of games where they started slowly at lunchtime over the last few years is phenomenal. And they did it again. I mean, Leicester could have been, I reckon, two up. Um, had uh, Vardy tried to float it across check instead of trying to be clever and beat him at his near post. So, you know, it, I think that for Arsenal to come back and to be so strong at the end, uh, yeah, the psychological value of winning that game uh, will, be, will be immense, yes. Especially as Leicester were full value. I'd seen Leicester the week before at Manchester City and they made Manchester City look fat, old and slow. We were a bit fortunate they went down to 10, male, 10 men. Um, was, it, was it a sending off? But then that is crucial. I mean, you, you all know the stats better than any of us here about the impact going down to 10 men has. But it yeah. did feel amongst... And I actually, I took a Leicester fan with me, I must admit, yeah. in, the Arsenal, in the Arsenal section. And as soon as it was a sending off, it was like they just he didn't fancy them to hold out. And, no. and so it proved. No. Yeah, it's, over that amount of time, it's worth about half a goal. So uh, you you would be expected to get one more yeah. most more often than not. Um, I mean, look, we we took the chances. I I, th- I I saw a good point today, and that's that. Although a few people were saying that the second booking for Simpson, if you gave those every week, you'd end up with nine aside. The fact is, he'd been warned about four times before, before that, yeah. and we targeted him with with sort of people in close proximity and trying to sort of get him involved in something like that, which is clever and. 
you, we, you can't criticise us for doing that because a few people will moan about Wenger and say, well, why don't we do the Mourinho kind of tactics where, you know, we look at a weakness or someone that's prone to getting sent off and actually scout the players. So you can't fault any way that we approach that. And, you know, it's their fault that he got sent off. And I, I think, mistakes. Yeah. The Simpson, for a start, getting, getting himself sent off. It's the worst mistake, the free kick, isn't it? By far, the, the worst mistake was the one that cost him the game, Vasilevsky. Yeah. Yeah. He comes on, he's, he's, you know, he's fresh, he's come on as a sub, but he launches in a, a terrible assault. It was probably an orange or red card, not a yellow. Mm. Yeah. But more important, he gives Arsenal the extra minute. Yeah. And, yeah. and, that, and, and that, that, was, that was absolutely as uh, unforgivable. You talk, you, you, the stupidity of footballers... The, Per Mertesacker the week before, getting sent off. Yeah, I mean that is idiotic yeah, for someone who's been uh, a World Cup, you know, and as a highly respected and respectable player. And 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 for, as for the Leicester lads, I mean that's just brainless. If you were playing for a dog and duck on a public park, your mates would well, Slowly. you'd have to buy your own beer when you went to the pub <laughs> afterwards. Do you think, Paddy, in terms of? The pressure. Do you think it will get to Leicester? Because everyone is, as Alan Smith was sort of saying, is that slowly everyone has become to take them seriously. But now that they really are in the title race, yeah. do, you, do you expect them to sort of maintain that level, or actually the pressure of what what they might achieve might get to them? I think I think everyone's under a certain amount of pressure. Um, I mean, Ranieri must be thinking, you know, I've never won a, a major title. Yeah. Uh, Wenger must be thinking I can't remember when I last won a, a, a national championship uh, you can remember you can probably give me the date and the hour and the minute but um, everybody's under pressure for different reasons Manchester City are under pressure because they, 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 they spend so much money because of the, the wages the players are on uh, although frankly they're not playing as if they're under any pressure at all they're playing as if they're smoking cigars but uh, Tottenham uh, you know, Tottenham are, are in, a, in a nice rhythm. But I, th- I think Arsenal and Leicester are both under pressure. Um, and uh, I do feel that... I don't, feel, I don't think anybody's got an advantage one way or another between those two. And I think that the, the, the title will probably come from those two. Jeff, I want to come on because uh, Paddy mentions their Spurs and they are in a nice rhythm. And in some ways, that was the bigger result, let's be honest. That was a bigger result of the day. Spurs going to City is going to... You know, yeah. give them a bigger advantage in the title race than us just progressing yeah. against Leicester. We're so used, Jeff, to going to White Hart Lane and it's fourth, fourth, fourth v fifth or something to get in the yeah. Champions League. Yeah. Already that game feels about as big as I can remember as Spurs Arsenal game. It's the biggest game for a number of years. And Are you going to go? Gonna, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's nothing like that atmosphere. Yeah. If, you can, if you can get in and out of there safely, it's okay. Mm. But uh, <laughs> well, last year, it was to be extra, fair, was extra some... police protection announced this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 They like to wait outside that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, that's not, you know, it was the Arsenal fans who caused a bit of internal damage, wasn't it, last time Before, they went? No, true, true, true. So, you but know. Biggest North London derby ever, ever. I'm saying. Because I think the 91 semi-final was, was big at the time. Yeah. I mean, they moved it to Wembley because it was so big. But if you look at the games outside of that, when we won the league at White Hart Lane twice, yeah. that was big for us. Yeah, we was too big for them at the time, yeah. wasn't we? It was, uh, there a lot of games have been big for either one or the other. This is the game that's big for both. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I honestly think it is the biggest North London derby. Presumably by some distance, Alan, this is the shortest price Spurs have ever been for a, a Premier League title. For a Premier League title, yeah. It's actually 
two to one on, so 66.66%, that the title will end up in North London. Ah, really? One way or the other. So I just think, you know, don't get me wrong, they've done really, really well up to now. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) But I do believe, you know, to to play, they've got the Europa League and they've got the FA Cup, they're still in. I just think that high-pressing game, you see in the game against uh, Man City, Mm. they got to 60 minutes and Mm. don't worry, they seem to stop. They did, yeah. And, you know, of course, City was then piling on. And I do believe that I'm not sure that pressing game can last you right away through to 50 or 60 games or whatever it is. I do think that they'll hit a brick wall Mm -hmm. with injuries and suspensions. It's inevitable. Whether they, you know, unless he's got a plan after that, I don't know, but no, I, I mean, been, I hope it's been quite you know? cute so far with the with the uh, rotation. Mm. Uh, I, I, I personally find fascinating the way he rotates the fullbacks in pairs. You know, yeah. the, the, you, you'll find Trippier and uh, and Ro- and Davis. Uh, is it Davis? Yeah, Ben Davis. Ben Davis, good yeah. player. Uh, and then you'll find Rose. Suddenly, both of them are dropped, and Rose and um, Walker come in. Yeah. So, I mean, he's tried to manage it. You know the, the best what, way. What you're talking about, um, but I agree with you. The key We've, players, people, though. We're, we're talking as if we're entering the last lap. We've Top got games. more than a quarter of the season. That's right, exactly. Paddy, in the standard, I think it was last week. Yeah. The, the four football writers were asked oh, yeah, yeah, their opinion yeah, yeah, on who's yeah, going to yeah. win the league, and, and you were I cursed you. alone. You were alone in, in backing Arsenal. Yes, your, yes. your three really? all said Leicester. Yes, well, yes. No. I am. A lot of people, uh, yeah, a lot of people went for Leicester. I just feel. Um, that this that Arsenal know this is their best. This you know that there might not now that financial fair play has been relaxed, which I think is a fundamental error. I think it's it's a very bad thing for football. But best chance for a long time. I think it's it. You know Manchester City uh, for, uh, over the next few years yeah. are going to be mighty. And it's a nightmare for Arsenal. I feel very. I really do feel that. Betrayals may be too strong a word, but it's really wrong that Arsenal have been led by UEFA for for all these years to believe, you know, pay your way, balance the books, Play by the build rules. a stadium if you like. Uh, that's what we want in football, nice, big, comfortable stadiums. They've done that, and suddenly the rules are just ripped up in front yeah. of their faces. Yeah. And Manchester City now come in capable of battering everybody. And dis- they're going to start nicking your players next, like they used to well, we used in, to, in the right, old yeah. days. Yeah. And I mean, that, that I, I really do feel for Arsenal in that. And I think it's profoundly unfair. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, you'd like to think Arsenal would, would like to run the club in that way, regardless, in a way, it sort I, of fits. I, I agree with you. I was just about to say I that. I agree with you. He, Would it really make much difference? <laughs> I, I think you're right. It is I a principle know. for him. Yeah. He, he's, he's always worked under the idea of financial fair play. It's, it's just in, inherent in his nature. I've got a question for, for I Jeff. I think he must be Scottish. He's mean. <laughs> for, I've got a question for Jeff and Alan as, as Arsenal fans in particular. Would you accept Tottenham winning the league, which we've, Seen no, as if Arsenal, if Arsenal won the Champions League, no. would you take that as a deal now for you the Champions League for the first time? Arsene Wenger's reign, he's never won it, so one thing he hasn't done, but Tottenham win the league for the first time since what 1961. Do you know what? If you spoke to the Tottenham fans that I know, they would actually say that's the kind of thing that would happen to them, as in, it would overshadow, <laughs> it would overshadow because there's always something that just yeah. happens to them. Yeah. It happened to but Manchester City, I'm sure they'd be reasonably happy, so um. No, I just can't. I can't. 
No way. I'd love to win the Champions so, League. Jeff- and I think it should all be about what your club's doing and what your rivals are not doing. It's, it's too... Yeah, it's thinking too much like them to say no, isn't it? I'm going to say yes, I'll take it. it. it, 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 It'll ruin everything what we've done. I mean, we can continuously keep on taking the piss out of them, can't we, for (laughs) all that many years. It would spoil it because we couldn't then. I won't get my tweet of uh, every year that I send out with the uh, double or quits because it's, it's, it's up to years. about 18 million pounds yeah, isn't it so. right, yeah. yeah for 21 years I, I don't mean but people of my age we don't remember Tottenham yeah. finished well it's like the, the, the what 95 I think they finished above yeah. us was the last yeah. time Paddy um, you were saying so in 1960 what happened so, well, what happened in 1968 was that Manchester City won the league United. the fantastic uh, celebrations and United won the became the first English club to win the the European, <laughs> European Cup. Yeah. So uh, I, it would feel a little bit like that, but I don't think it would. I mean, you know, I yield to you boys on on the question of bragging rights, but you can still brag about totals, can't yeah. you? Yeah. And uh, you know, Tottenham, uh, you could, you've even won more doubles but, than they have. Paddy, they, they, these these rivalries are decided on five minute spells these days. You uh-huh. know, yeah. it's tw- it's the Twitter age. You know, a player makes a good pass, he's suddenly amazing, yeah, and yeah. then suddenly yeah. falls over his feet, he's suddenly rubbish. The rush to judgment is far too quick, well, we, and that's, that's won exactly the what will happen. Mm. What I like about it is we've won the league more at their ground than they have. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's always that's a, a good one. <laughs> You, you mentioned there something I want to talk about, Alan, about how judgments are made after five minutes. So there, there was a comment made on one of the articles. Um, it was one of the newspaper websites. And it, and it was, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but it was basically trying to argue, does the fact Mesut Ozil puts in a good delivery and Danny Welbeck gets his head on the ball suddenly mean that this Arsenal team have got great mental strength whenever I told us a month ago when we lost one at home to Chelsea that we don't? How do these margins change so rapidly? I, I don't know if this well, is for Alan in, or Paddy. Well, it, well, it, uh, well it, How it'd be can interesting it be? to get both views from our industries, won't it? Because mm-hmm. in our industry, it will say no. It will say, in, in, in the betting industry, it's a purely factual thing where you look at uh, how the team has performed overall. You're going back 10 games, you're doing it mathematically. You're not really looking at that last minute cross that suddenly glanced off his head. But then I was actually going to bring something up tonight because in, on the back of the evening standard, I got uh, annoyed by a quote from one of the players. And he's obviously had a loaded question to him. And I've mentioned mm. this before on, on this podcast. where Someone has obviously said to him, do you think Welbeck being back now means that you can go on to win the league? And obviously the player doesn't want to say no. And I think it was Mertesacker. So he's obviously said, yes, maybe. And it's been turned into, Welbeck can now win us the league. And mm, I'm thinking, mm, well, you know, yeah. he's, he's had, he's had a reasonably good start to his Arsenal career. Um, nine nine sure. goals in 35 games. It's, it's a decent return. And the players seem to like him. And he seems a nice guy. And he seems to be, want to win for Arsenal. Fantastic goal at Man U last season. But why heap pressure on... Pressure, yeah. With that, with that article? Because... There's no way of knowing whether Danny Welbeck can be the is difference. It, yeah, um, is that the press though? It's really de- think, looking for a yeah, headline. Just a, quick, a, quick, a quick one on mental strength though. That was our hundredth goal after 90 minutes in the Premier League, mm. and we're the first team to do. We're that, the first team to get there. So. I think the the biggest myth in football is that Arsenal lack mental strength. I think if you look at Arsenal's record in adversity, it's 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 actually probably one of the biggest pluses in Arsene Wenger's reign. I mean, one particular example would be uh, after the, the Arsenal lost eight two at uh, Old Trafford. Yeah. Now that would break the that spirit of men. That would break the spirit of probably broke your spirit, but it didn't break the spirit because 
They had one more defeat, I think, about a week later at Blackburn. Then they went on an 18, 19, 20-game unbeaten run. Now, I don't think they lack um, mental resilience. And I I, I know that it's trotted out by every every fellow journalist, um, you know, uh, all the... and and pundits on television and so on. But... um, but it's it's a cliche in my opinion. The what what Arsenal do lack, I think, is awareness. You know, they, they don't seem to. It's, it's, they seem to be going out for a picnic in a in a bear infested forest. They, they are. They, they honestly seem to believe that they're cocooned. And 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 I mean, the best example of this was when they went to Liverpool. I, I honestly thought they were going for a stroll in the woods, and they're suddenly they're four 0 down and wondering why. Uh, I think that that is that's the, 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 the poor poor mental preparation, that's, that's but not of, lacking in back. That's one of the bigger things that, that that I would level in my. And I'm not anti Wenger. I am a, what I would describe as a Wenger realist. You keep do you? Do you well, okay, Jeff. But do you remember <laughs> the game at Reading where we came back from yeah. four 0 down? About ten five. So it so. <laughs> So what did the players do? They started giving their shirts to the away end. Yeah. They had no concept of the rules of the game. Yeah. They had no idea that we'd be in extra time. <laughs> yeah. What kind of manager sends a team out, and it totally proves Paddy's point, <laughs> to, to start throwing their shirts away and then suddenly say, oh, no, we've got to play an extra 30 fit? minutes now. It was hold Shemak, on. wasn't it? Hold it on. was Shemak. Who no, three on. players. Three yeah, players. Hold on a minute. These Can players are getting that? 150 grand a week. They should know what uh, the competition. No, the, come the, on. The it's players, all to do with preparation. On. The players who went to Reading that night were not on 150 grand a week. Well, I mean, probably not. There was a real reserve. But part. you can't tell me that. But also, to be fair to you, if one of them goes over, the other two probably think, oh, they've got it wrong. It's like one starts, it's like all of them will suddenly be there. Does, does that and then one of them had to. Little point, it, you were, so there was a fan that had to like throw the shirt back because he needed it to then play. Yeah, I know. And I would, I but you're would making count. the point that we, we I thought you were going to make the point that actually we do have mental because even though 4-0 down still an Arsenal side no, no, no. managed to come back can I take you up on another point and I hope I don't embarrass you here you mentioned in an email the other day about an under 16 game yeah 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 I did you. yeah yeah uh, no go for it Josh come on it did upset Alan, me Alan it did upset me about <laughs> Arsenal under 16 losing 13-3 in a recent game against Kingstonian until I pointed out Kettering this, Kettering oh Kettering yeah. until I pointed out this was a seven aside game that took place in the Arsenal community hub oh, and therefore gosh. couldn't be you but on Twitter people have gone mad oh our under 16 teams <laughs> are in disarray <laughs> we're terrible how can we I, I, have 15 year olds at Colby Kingstonian Josh, I, I wasn't one of those people who went mad on Twitter I thought Just it was email. an interesting point here it wasn't the scoreline or the format of the game and the, the fact it was seven aside it was the points that Kettering Town had made about the Arsenal players and their attitude when they turned up. So if you actually read the post, listen with the greatest. Whoever's doing Kettering Town under 60s match report is not Paddy Barkley. Do you know what I mean? He <laughs> could how, be a future how Paddy seriously, Barkley. How Where did you start off, Paddy? Seriously, how seriously are you, off, are you taking? It's it's. I don't know. I don't know. Whoever's doing those reports. There were there were some interesting comments on the attitude of the Arsenal players that turned up to the game. And I thought it was quite interesting. I fancy you had your anti-Arsenal hat on, which you normally <laughs> there's do. not one. If um, I could get annoyed about an under-16s game, it means I'm probably more the most pro-Arsenal person in the world. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, look, let, let's look ahead, because Paddy, we've got this yep. unique opportunity to go three FA Cups in a row, yeah. which would be an outrageous yes. And playing against Hull, we've yeah. got a great opportunity to get into another quarter-final. But in a, in a few days' time after, we've obviously got the Barcelona. What sort of 
um, importance do you think Wenger will give to the game in terms of the team he'll put out ahead of Barcelona? I think he has to uh, has to make make some at this stage of the season, given that Arsenal are still you know still in Europe uh, in the Champions League and with a gargantuan task ahead of them. I think he'll have to make. Uh, you know, make some changes, and he is pretty scrupulous. I think about about not overloading the players as much as possible. Mm. So, I mean, who will who will benefit from this? I mean, you know, he'll look at the players who need games, and I think um, Oxlade Chamberlain would would be a certain. St- I, I hope is a certain starter because he's showing signs of a little bit of the ins- the old inspiration coming back. Um, certainly, hope it's true. Um, so, I think yes, there, there will be changes. Yeah. Jeff, uh, it wasn't that long ago, maybe six weeks ago, where we were talking about how our bench was pretty bare in reality when we knew yep. exactly who was going to come off the bench because there were so few options. Actually, if you look to the bench that we managed to put out against Leicester, you have Flamini, Elneny, um, Joel Campbell, must have Welbeck. Been Welbeck, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. On. Mm. Uh, so you actually had a really mm. serious bench. So actually, players are coming back at the right time. Mm. There'll be a decent team to put out against Hull. Well, that's right. You know, and don't don't take them lightly, Hull. They're not doing too bad, are they? No. We, can't, no. we can't afford to. And no. I just don't no. think that the options are there in defence, are they? No. Just, I just no, no. don't think the options well, are there. Give... I think Gibbs is injured. Yeah, Gibbs is injured. And obviously, um, Gabriel's gone back to Brazil for some yeah, treatment. for some treatment. I, I just wonder. You well, know, he Ospina. might play Chambers, and you know, uh, be, uh, he can he well, can rotate. We should really have enough to to beat Hull with. Oh, definitely. A, I mean, has yeah. has Elneny taken the field yet? I don't think he has. Yeah, yeah he has. He did yeah. briefly. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the previous cup FA game. Cup Burnley. Game. Yeah. 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 Well, I think well. it would be lovely yeah. to see him start. Yeah. The, the the problem is that would mean playing. People say El Nen, he's not just a holding player, but he's an all-round midfield player. But I, you would, li- I would like to see him in the two, you know, the the deep midfield alongside um, alongside Coughlin. Now Coughlin does you know, obviously does need to keep going, keep up his momentum. Decent enough uh, comeback. Um, so maybe maybe those two could form a nice little shield there in front of the back four. That might mm-hmm. be that might be something that will be very useful. I think. Um, it's all very well p- playing uh, Santi Cazorla and uh, Aaron Ramsey as your second deep midfield player, but it doesn't half leave holes. Yeah, it's very true. They, It'd be good go against, the, against the big teams if you do go in yes. front the last 10, 15 yeah. minutes. Of, Just close it you down. Know, like Chelsea do with, with Mikel. They bring Mikel on, and don't Matic. they, with, with Matic, yes. and they just sit there. And at Man City, you've got to go around them. Yes. Fernando and Fernandinho. I think, I think Theo might get his wish to start. Up front on his own. Yeah, true that. Yeah, I think true. we can. Uh, I think we could probably see that happening. All right, and let's, let's, so a quick prediction. We got to do a score prediction because Boyd loves it, and he'd be upset with me if we didn't do a score prediction on the whole game. Uh, three, three, one. But you'll have to play it again because you always do against Steve Bruce teams. Oh, okay. Remember <laughs> Sheffield United? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> who was it? Overmars playing into Canoe. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yep. Sheffield that's Wednesday right. back in them days. You remember we played them five, five times? Five times. I remember that. I was yeah. Up three of them, I think. And they were all remember boring. Them? They weren't great games. People talk about it as if it was a wonderful series. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Dull games. I yeah, don't remember those. I, remember, I don't remember. Neil Neil one, one, one. Yeah. Well, it has to be a draw. Yes. Yeah. We got that. In the ninth. 1993, we played Leeds quite a few times on the way to the FA Cup. In the fourth round of the FA Cup, I think. That was one of the first Arsenal videos ever got bought, that road to Wembley 93, which I would know far, far better than I would remember what happened last season, just around to watch it (laughs) religiously over summer holidays. Um, Anyway, uh, a prediction from you. 
Al. I'll be looking very closely at Hull's price to score a couple of goals. Oh, really? I think, yeah, I think it could be 2-2, two, 3-2 two, two Arsenal, something like that. I think we'll win. Uh, it might be a bit harem scaring, but we'll win 2-1. Yeah. I think they'll See, get a couple think, of goals. I think Hull will dilute their team as well, because after all, they've got 46-game basic season in front of them. Yeah, haven't they got a, a massive league game Wednesday or something like well, that? Well, last uh, night they had a big, big game. They were at home against Brighton. So they could have pushed uh, on a bit so in the, I, I can't at the see top of the league. They drew nil-nil. Drew uh, rotating. Yeah. Well, listen, let's, let's talk about the big one. It feels like it's been coming for so long. The Arsenal box office couldn't even cope with how big a game it is. Mm. Arsenal-Barcelona next week. Although at this point, I should put a, a thank you out because I mentioned on the last week's podcast how there was a bit of a, ticket, <laughs> a ticketing problem um, amongst my, my certain group and with promised season tickets to fans coming from abroad. I'd like to give a shout out. A fan has got in touch to offer their ticket who's going to be away in Spain. So a big, a big thank you. Can I start my appeal now do you need one now <laughs> no no I don't BT, BT Sport helped me out today but it does it does what? actually See, show it's, this it is terrible it's show. not, it's I, not I, how long you've been going it's just who you know and you're terrible taking... I think do I deserve it no comment yeah well, I think you probably I'm, do I'd just like to add a plea because if I can't get I might not get honestly it's worse in the press box I might not get in the press but box. It is. No so way. So I'm, I'm, I'm up for buying. I'll, I'll pay anything for seats. They're going at £750. Except £750, pounds, oh, obviously. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, this is really, If Paddy Barkley's not in the press box, someone, I will. someone's taking him. <laughs> uh, what a joy that would be to have Paddy next year for the game. Well, yes, Al, you saw that. Anyway, Barcelona, a, a massive game. J- just quickly, the, the feeling you had, Jeff, just describe the feeling you had when Danny Welbeck scored. Are you, are you ready for another one of them? Because one guy even, I think, did his hurt. Is that right? Did his hernia? Some guy went to hospital. Do you see this, this story about an Arsenal oh, fan so yeah. over-celebrated yeah. so much to Danny Welbeck? So just rein it in, Jeff, and worry. Don't, don't want you going too mad. On, I'm, I'm, but yeah. are we going to have a moment like that? I don't know. I, I, think, I think, you know, I, I, to be honest, I'd be quite happy with a nil-nil at our gaff. But I don't think it's going to happen. Arsenal and Barcelona. Barcelona are way too open, uh, so I, I, it's going to be a really, really difficult game for Arsenal to win. But I think we can go through. I, you know, I really do. The, Arsenal can, can can beat anybody. Mm. Well, the bookies are going to give us what a twenty percent chance of going through. I think about, about that, that kind of thing. About that, about eighteen percent, eighteen. And what are you giving us? Twenty percent. I think that those prices are around fair, but I just—it's just such a difficult game, and I just get this feeling that if it does move away from us so much in the first leg, I don't think we'll even try to claw it back. I, yeah, I can't that. imagine... Do, do, do you really imagine that Arsenal's going to risk first-team players if we're two or more behind from the first leg? I just think it's all oh, to I do with Tuesday. No, I think he will. Really? I can't yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. Wenger like, waving the you white flag. The oh, well, we nearly did them before. Liverpool did, we? did it last year. At Barcelona, mm. We nearly we? beat them before. We had players like uh, Giroud, mm. uh, Silvestre, mm. um, Nicky Bentner up front. I mean, you think well, about it. Well, there was a famous moment now. of Bentner who had that small opportunity, didn't they? I should have quite easily knocked him out. That was the one I went for. Arsenal are a different animal and they'll come to play and if, if they let us play anything can happen you know yeah. Paddy how good are this Barcelona team do you think in, in terms of sort of football you know you, you mentioned the Man United team from 68 going back that far in the Champions League I mean right. Bayern Munich and Barcelona seem so far ahead of everyone else yeah they? I mean particularly Barcelona the, the, the forward, forward line you know I mean it's probably as good as I can remember I mean uh, You'd have to, you'd have to go back to the Real Madrid forward line from the seven-three game, and that's six, nearly sixty years ago. The seven-three final, um, defi- you know, they had a forward line of five, but as when forward line of three, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Mm. And um, you know, Messi. Uh, I mean, as long as as long as 
as long as they haven't visited their accountants the day before the game, <laughs> they should win. But uh, um, I'll just explain that, uh, they, that two out of the three are, are um, facing questions from the tax authorities at the moment. But mm. um, no, I mean, they, 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 are, they are a fantastic team. And, and they're, 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 what they've done is after the Rijkaard era, which was carried on by uh, the late um, by by Guardiola, the Tito Martino, and mm. and they've they've changed their style under Luis Enrique, and they've just subtly changed everything. They've lost, in my opinion, the greatest one of the greatest midfield players I've ever seen in Xavi. I mean, yeah. what a midfield organizer that man is. Um, even Cesc Fabregas couldn't replace him. He was that good. Um, and, and, and yet they're still on, playing on the same level. I mean, for me, they are the favourites to win it. But I agree with you. A game against, you know, Arsenal are capable of doing so much. And yes, if Ozil is up for this one, really up for it. I think it could be a great game. Well, we've got a quick. Uh, we've got only a minute or two left, but we've got a blueprint of beating Bayern Munich at home this season. I mean, we yeah. rode our luck a bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we could actually execute that again because I think that was more was to do with luck. Right. Uh, but can I go back to tickets quickly? Because someone made a, a fantastic point about the Leicester game. So there were there were around a thousand to fifteen hundred tickets that weren't used for the Leicester game, i.e., purchased. Right. And then so lots of people were saying on Twitter, look at all those empty seats, and there was loads of them. Mm. So that, that effectively means that there are people with tickets purchased for those games where they're actually saying to themselves, I can't be bothered to go, I can't be bothered to give them to anyone for free, and the amount of money I get back off the ticket exchange is insignificant to me for me yeah. to bother going to do it. Are tickets too cheap at Arsenal? No, no, I think no well, is a simple answer. But well, I'll make the point. I can tell you how hard. Thing. I found people, people. I've got two points to make on this. One, people found it very hard to get a ticket <laughs> for the game. I said, I had loads of people trying to get the ticket exchange was like empty, just was nothing, which empty, is really unusual. Well, what can you do? No, you you can't do anything but if they put them on there. People have not put them on there. You can't force them to. They've already paid. It's up to them. It's free choice. They've got enough money that they don't care about reselling. Is it? So that money's not important to them. Is it the half down holiday? Could that be a factor? It was a half time yeah. holiday. Why would you say about tickets? I know we have a lot of listeners from abroad and they sometimes They're tweet. They're all either, away skiing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people from abroad tweet me or they tweet the Arsenal and they sometimes ask about ticket advice. The guy in front of me, as I was going to the turnstile, yeah. he put his thing in there. It just didn't, didn't work. work, didn't work. I had a look at it. It was the most obvious fake uh, yeah, plastic card. It's like a little nice, credit yeah. card and it was all pre wrong. And I sort of went to the side with him to try and like help and I showed him oh. mine and I said, just don't do it don't buy it he had like, bought it outside the stadium for like 200 quid I felt terrible oh, for the guy uh, but that's a little warning I think for, for listeners coming from abroad the ticket exchange is really good just get a red membership and have a look or oh, there's a great Facebook group that I should probably mention called Arsenal Tickets it's got like 9,000 people and they're really active and really good admins on there helping people sort of get hold of tickets it's full of fans from abroad so that's my, mm. my thoughts on that mm. um, Jeff a prediction for the game against Barcelona and then we're going to wrap up Oh, I don't know. It's just going to be so difficult, isn't it? I, I do think both teams will score. 2-2. Um, 2-2, two, two. Two, two, mm. which is what you thought for the whole game, possibly, Al. Same again? No, 3-1 Barcelona. And Paddy, any, any hope for us? Yeah, I, I, I'm a score draw as well. I'm, I, I, I sort of say 2-2, two, two and, and I'm the worst forecaster in the world. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. please don't... 
let take any bets. <laughs> I, I feel we might just uh, get pipped and lose two one. But I'm going out there for the away leg. Are you, you going to go, Jeff? No, no, no. Yeah, all depends. You're waiting to see for the first what leg. A sport, sport, what a sporting week for you, Josh. Well, you, you're joining it's Cheltenham. Me at Cheltenham. It's Cheltenham, isn't the it? Leicester that week? City team might be uh, Are they coming? on the Tuesday, so we can uh, do our best to. Uh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> what you just said is the Leicester City team are coming to Betway's Hospitality with free free alcohol. We're going to get them completely gone. <laughs> I don't even care. Well, they that, might be ordering that, soft drinks, not when I'm going. Right, yeah, I was going to say, that, that is the strategy. for strategy I know for a good lasagna season, chef you can take <laughs> with you. No, I've, right, yeah. I've got an I, Arsenal I should, fan in charge of that now. day. This is great. I should say now, they are not touching alcohol on the day, but they're there for a good day. Okay, not if I have anything to do with it. Um, guys, particularly thanks to Paddy it's, it's very, really fantastic to have you it's been a pleasure thank you um, and I know you wanted to a quick thanks to the good staff of Virgin Trains I did you a tremendous tremendous deed oh, this I, week I will never ever criticise Virgin Trains again because they have two of the most wonderful employees I left a document I shan't bore you with what it was but it was in connection with a book that I'm writing about Matt Busby and I came back from Manchester with this most precious document and I left it on the train I goes I was, I'd been gone five stops on the tubes before I realised. I went back, and the lady from Virgin Trains, whose name is Alicia, uh, met me uh, at, uh, uh, saw me panicking on the platform, asked me what was wrong, found out the name and number of the train manager who by now then was steaming back with my document on it back to Manchester, rang him. He today brought it back, met me at Euston Station. Did you kiss him? I, 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 I would have kissed him. I would have married him. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we look forward maybe when the book is ready. And I know you mentioned, obviously, that the last well, game that the, team played was against, was against Arsenal. Arsenal. I'd love to come back and talk to that. My granddad always spoke about that game. Yeah, my oh, old man. My amazing. Old man said that. Amazing. 5-4, yeah. wasn't it? 5-4? 5-4, yeah. yes. And, uh, yeah, it was... Well, We'll have to we'll we'll have to do that. Remembered for the wrong reasons, but yeah. Well, we'll have to do that. Well, listen again. Uh, thank you, Paddy. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Jeff. Cheers. And uh, we'll be back after victories against Hull and Barcelona. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.